think a lot of folks were hoping for a positive weekend out of BC sports with baseball playing some big games in the ACC tournament and the women's uh, lacrosse team playing in the championship game. Well, not to be a downer, but this weekend was bad. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Hope you all had a great weekend, and I hope it was better than BC Athletics, who had quite the weekend, and we're going to kick that off by talking about baseball. Now, at the end of last week, before the uh, selections happened, BC played Clemson in their uh, you know, pod, and it did not go well. They lost 4-1, to one, which in the grand scheme of things, they fell behind early. They weren't able to hit, but at the very end of the game, BC showed a spark where they hit a Nick Wang hit a home run in the ninth inning. They had the tying run up, ended up striking out to end the game, but against Clemson, who ends up being the ACC champions, BC goes out there and hangs tough, but that was the end of their ACC tournament run. Clemson wins it all. Fine. Whatever. We get ready for the NCAA tournament and I think most folks were expecting BC who were kind of a fringe team in terms of hosting a regional to get that slot. They were going to be able to get in and become a regional host. It would have been a big moment for Northeast football, Northeast football, Northeast baseball, because BC would probably host a team like Northeastern army and Yukon and have a really strong regional game. Like you see what all, baseball in this section of the country is all about but nope doesn't happen bc is basically the first team out in terms of hosting a regional site instead you get teams like auburn who had a worse record than bc you had indiana state who had i mean like one quality win all year and bc looking on the outside end for what BC baseball did this year, they they swept UNC. They beat Wake Forest once. They beat multiple tournament teams, Tennessee, you know, Virginia. They've won a lot of good games. BC ends up as a two seed. And that stinks because after a year where the program looked at its lowest, where people are wondering why Mike Gambino was going to be even hired back. This team goes from the, the dregs of the ACC to one of the best stories of the year with multiple big wins and the hottest, one of the hottest hitters in the country in Joy Fatrano, who continues just to rake and rake and rake. So that, that stinks because I think a lot of folks around here would have loved to go down to Chestnut Hill to Brighton, excuse me, to Brighton campus and seeing this team play live to see them host some local teams and see what BC can do at their own backyard. And 
I saw some folks complaining that it's because BC has lackluster um, facilities. Folks, the, the, it's not lackluster. The Frady Center is nice. The, they built the Harrington Athletic Facilities so that it could host a home game. It's not a bad facility. They should have been able to do that. But when you look at the selection committee, there were no ACC you know, folks on that. Who was on there? The head of Indiana State. There you go. That's what gets it. So complaining aside, what does this mean for Boston College? Well, they drew the Tuscaloosa Regional. And if you want Bama, you got Bama. Because BC is going to play the Crimson Tide. They are in the regional with Alabama, who is the the last, I think they're the lowest seeded um, regional host. So that, that's positive. Hey, can't complain there, right? They get Troy, who is going to be playing BC on Friday. And you get Nichols, a school I don't even know where that is. It's not the, the easiest bracket, if you think about it. Uh, Alabama was 25th in the country. Troy has, I think, four guys or three guys that have hit 15 or more home runs. They are loaded. And Nichols... I, I don't know who Nichols is. I'm not going to pretend to know who Nichols is. So it's a tough regional. That being said, if you look around, you'll see, I think it was at Stats of War on Twitter, they had Alabama with a 55% chance of winning their regional. But man, if you look at a lot of other writers, I saw Kendall Rogers of, I think it's Baseball America, say he tweeted out that BC was a team that you needed to watch out for. And I'm going to pull up his tweet right now. He said, keep an eye on Boston College in that Tuscaloosa regional. They won't be happy about not hosting and Mike Gambino and his staff do a terrific job. Circle the name Joe Fatrano. He's a game changer. So that is Kendall Rogers of um, D1 Baseball. Excuse me, D1 Baseball. And there's other guys out there too. 247, the, the, the site that I work for, the, the, the network I work for. They had uh, one of their writers, their national writers, pick BC to win as well as saying, you know, basically that they have a chance to get to win that. So this is going to be fun, folks. Even, you know, I think there's something to be said that there's a little bit where you can make lemons, lemonade out of lemons in the situation, because if you host, UConn is very good. They they beat the crap out of BC. Northeastern is very good. And army is scrappy. That would have been, that's a tougher, honestly, in my opinion, I think a tougher regional than what BC has now, but it doesn't get easier. So pretend the BC gets out of this, this region. Who do they face next? Well, right above them. If they win, if they win their regional is wake forest, the number one team in the country. So yeah, first of all, BC doesn't get to host on their home turf. Then if they actually do get to win their regional, they get to play Wake Forest, the best team in the country. Tell me that doesn't sting a little bit. So things are not easy for this team, but things about BC baseball have not been easy at all this season. So to say that this is not like part of par for the course for them is a lie. This is, this is what they've made their bones on all year. This is how Mike Gambino has, has got this team up every single week. They're the underdogs. This is the team that no one believes in. This is a perfect opportunity.
for them to go out there and beat Alabama to beat these other schools. And then maybe finally get that crack again at wake forest and see if they can beat them. Should be fun. We'll see what happens there. Now in a moment, we're going to find we're kind of tie a bow on a team that had a really good season that ended in a really sad way. We'll get into all of that in just a moment. But if you know me, you know, I am a fan of the built bars. And if you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you got to try the best tasting protein bar ever built. Seriously. If you're like me and you want a serious uh, making healthier snack choices, getting back into running. I want to make sure that my body's in good shape when I go out there and take those longer runs. I go for the, I grab a built bar instead of any other snack because they are tasty and they are healthy and they are great. Seriously. It tastes so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. I, I have to keep checking and be like, am I, am, I, am I like making a bad choice here? But I'm not. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, cookies and cream and covered in 100% chocolate. Now, when you're looking at the Bilts, they have amazing macros, 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now, now you have to order Bilts in the past. You order them online. That's great. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll save 15% off. But they have a great deal now. You head to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club, and they have built on the shelves right now. So if you run out, you don't have time to go out and order a new box. Go to Walmart. Go to Sam's Club. You'll get yourself your specialty flavors that you enjoy. So make sure to go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Or head to your Walmart or built. Uh, or Walmart or Sam's, I am sure you will enjoy it. This is Locked on BC AJ Black. Now, before we get into our second segment, I just want to remind you, part of the Locked on yearly calendar is us hosts. I've given you five episodes a week since last August. Five days a week. I've taken probably like five, six days off. June and July, they give us college hosts a chance to drop down to three episodes a week. And it's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't have tons of news to give to you, but it's a chance for me to recharge for the 2023 season. So starting after this week, we will be doing shows on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. There won't be Tuesday, Thursday shows during the summer. Hey, in July, maybe I'll do a special episode. If there's a commitment and I just have to just dying to get in there. But it's a chance for me to kind of, you know, take things in. So we will still be doing three shows a week for June and July. Just giving you a heads up there. Now, this weekend, the other big event was the Women's Lacrosse Finals. That BC, who just beat their arch rival Syracuse on the late last week, they go ahead and they face against Northwestern, easily the best team in the country. Now, BC had made six straight NCAA championships. They are an absolute tank when it comes to just consistency. They're just doing it every year. And they're bringing in so much talent, whether it's Charlotte North or um, Bell Smith or Jen Majin. You know, they've got all these talented players that come in year after year. This year, they end their season on a huge winning streak. They're winning every single game. They win the team, the 
the the programs and, and pro, programs first ACC title and the school's first ACC title since men's soccer like 15 years ago. So they're they 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 they're providing great moments up and down, and they've got tons of young folks that are really into this program. They get up there to Northwestern, playing it. You know they're playing in the championship game, and well, things just got ugly. They fall behind early. You know they come back a little bit. They were down three nothing to start this game. They fought. They come back. Bell Smith makes it three to two, and the, Northwestern just puts on a clinic. BC falls apart. You know, they're sloppy with turnovers. It's wet because it had rained the day before and to seem to affect BC more, much, much more than Northwestern. And, you know, BC's goalie seemed to have an off game. It was just a tough game. And they lose 18 to six, like not a very close matchup here for BC. Um, And so what, what are the takeaways from this? Well, on the first hand, you can't hate on this program, man. Like when you win at the level that they're winning every single year, you'd want more championships. Sure. I'm sure, you know, Kashia Walker Weinstein would say herself, you know, we want to finish these seasons off on a positive note, but the fact they're getting there is a positive. You hope that eventually that without Charlotte North there, that they're going to be able to get over that hump because, it's tough to watch them get all the way to the championship and fall again and again. But this team is so good. There's nothing. The, I mean, at the end of the day, unless your only goal and only level of success for this program is a national championship. You have to say that this season was a resounding success. You won an ACC championship. You beat some of the best teams in the country week in and week out. You were the best team other than Northwestern every single week. You know, you have, as I said, the goalie had a tough game this game, but she's been great. You've shown great defense. You've shown great conditioning. You've shown, again, excellence up and down this roster. And the fact that you lose at the level you did is it's it stinks. It there's no way around saying that it stinks that they lost that, but you're still proud of this program. You know, when there's so many teams and so many bad moments in BC sports, if you just need a refreshing moment, and even if you don't know anything about lacrosse, and as you heard, I just I just gave you a whole segment on lacrosse. I'm not getting into strategy. I don't know anything about lacrosse in terms of like that kind of stuff. That's not my that's not my that's not what I cover. But I still will love turning it on and watching BC sports play at a high level. Watching these women go out there and dominate week in and week out and put BC on the map at a at a sport that is, uh, you know, like the fast, fastest rising sport in the country. That is cool. Now, many folks are going to ask, when's men's lacrosse going to join? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how BC figures that out. It's it's a money thing and it's a Title IX thing, right? I don't know how many men's lacro- <laughs> men's programs they have to ax to get the scholarship money to do it, but I would love to see, you know, a men's lacrosse team more than I would love to see some of these other programs that honestly don't do much. Lacrosse is such a big sport, and congratulations to these women. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sure they're probably feeling it because they didn't play that well and they got beat really hard. But at the end of the day, congratulations. Big win. 
Now, in a moment, <clears throat> we're going to talk about football. I, 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 I saved football for last, folks. I did it. I got a whole episode, and I kept football to the end. But it's a big month for, for football, and I'll explain why in just a moment. This is Locked On BCI. I'm your host, AJ Black. Hope you're having a better night than the Celtics. Last I checked, they were down 16, and, and it wasn't going very well. And, well, I am here to talk about BC football. And why I want to bring this up is June is going to be a critical month for BC recruiting. BC football has one commitment. Now, last time I checked, I think Notre Dame had like 13 to 16. That tells you how the differences of where these programs are at. BC, after a three and nine season, it's going to take a while to get guys to, to want to commit to play for this program. It's just, it's just, it's facts. It's nothing, nothing against the staff or whatever's going on, but they've got to figure, you know, this, they got to get guys on campus. They got to get guys uh, to meet the staff in person before they're going to actually sign on that dotted line and become Eagles later on in the uh, signing period. So this time of year is official visit season. And I've said this in previous podcasts. This is when you have guys coming in after they've talked to coaches, after they've done unofficial visits where they pay themselves to come check out the school. This is when the school gets the chance to wine and dine them. Now, the school, I believe, gets 45 official visits each year. And to give you some perspective, they have 11 set for the first weekend in June. June 2nd is the first weekend. And it's like a, usually a two- to three-day event. And there are some really big names coming. And I'm going to give you a couple right now that I think you should watch for, for uh, you know, as guys that could pop, probably potentially commit to BC. The one on your screen right now, you can't really tell because he's got BC gear on, is uh, Kamori Dixon. Kamori Dixon is a defensive back from Virginia. And he has only a couple of official visit sets and has been high on BC the whole time. He is one I would watch. I think he's a guy that I think could commit. He might be someone you may want to watch for. Other names... I have been crowing about Henry Hasselback, who got an offer from Michigan State this weekend. Interesting one to watch for. Out of Zavarian Brothers in Massachusetts, he's not coming this weekend. However, Aiden Glover, this quarterback from Collierville, Tennessee, who has official visits set to Stanford, to Northwestern, and Tulane to go along with Boston College. He is a three-star quarterback. He's 6'2", 180, um, dual threat. BC was on campus with him last week. Like they went down to his high school to check him out, talk to his staff. They watched him. If you're not thinking that Henry Hasselback is going to be the answer, this guy could be it. He's coming out this weekend. I don't expect him to make a commitment very quickly, but he might be someone you want to watch. And just as a note, if you are looking to get the best recruiting coverage, come over to 247 this week. End of the week, we're going to have a special sale starting up on Friday. If you haven't signed up yet, do it then. And do it before if you want to. But we have some special deals going on. I, every single day on Eagle Insider, will be breaking down every kid that is taking an official visit. I'll give you all the info, what I know, what he said, and what I think the odds are of commitment. 
How are you going to beat that, right? So check that out. Make sure you become a member. And I hope you enjoy all my Eagle Insider information here on on Locked on BC because I love giving it to you. Thank you all who have made Locked on BC your first listen. And for those that are everydayers that listen to Locked on BC every single day, like it's part of your life. You guys are the men, you guys are the men and women that make this podcast what it is today. Thank you so much. This is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black two four seven. Look for our Eagle Insider. Make sure to follow us everywhere on all the socials. And we'll be back again on Wednesday for another episode. Make sure to check us out then. Take care, everyone.